Welcome to At the Table with Darlene. Thank you for joining us at the table with Darlene. We are really glad that you are here today. Um, I believe that we're going to have a wonderful time. We are into a brand new year, into our, I guess this is about our third week, and uh, it's like, wow, we're going to be uh, riding February before we know it. I think this is episode 60. Today was 60. Yeah, this episode Are you serious? is, I think so. Oh, oh today is number 60. Yeah. I thought you said it was 60 outside, and I'm like, oh, really? I missed that one. Oh, no. No, it <laughs> certainly was not. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Well, yeah. you, well you know, I, I mean, I've been inside all day, so I thought, well, maybe it... was you know. not that nice. Oh, okay. Well, number 60. We had a high of 34, no, a high of 41. Mm, well, that's pretty good. That's nearly 60. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's nearly halfway there, huh? <laughs> well... And as you can tell, since you've been listening to us talk about the number 60, I'm not real sure what 60 means, except it's 60 podcast, which is, that is amazing. That in itself, it's like, wow. Yeah. Just a few more and we'll be two years, just hardly blinking. Hmm. But we are glad that you're here with us. And uh, of course, you heard Chris come in there and tell us that it was number 60. Chris, we are so thankful for you. I'm for thankful sure. for you. My goodness. Sometimes well, I'm thankful for Tiffany. Yeah. <laughs> today may be a different day. <laughs> we're thankful that <laughs> Tiffany showed up. Yes. yes. Tiffany, we're, I know you haven't been feeling your best last few days, and so we're glad that you said, yes, I will be there. So thank you for mm -hmm. coming. Pardon my sniffs if you hear me sniff. Yes. She doesn't have COVID, though, just no. a cold. So nobody no get COVID. worried. You're not going to get COVID by listening. Yes, well, I've never listening. sat next to her during a podcast. So I'm really not worried about it. We're socially oh, that's distanced. that's true. We're very, very yeah. socially distanced. Next time I'm here. sitting by you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows the direction this whole thing will go? I, I mean, know, that's we sure. don't even know. <laughs> we don't know. We might we might do a whole complete uh, change on where we sit so that it's... Dad's done that in church before. I know. Have the front come to the back and the one back time to the we, front. One time we turned all the chairs around. Just like, yeah, went just the other direction. Him. And he went to the back and preached. He did. He did. Yeah. And one time he had everybody from over here to go over to there to the other side. And nobody knew what to do. It was mm -hmm. just. It was chaos. Discombobulating. That it would was. throw my wife off. Mm. Yeah. Bad. Well, yeah. and then when you sit down because you have a different view, it's just, it messes with the mind. It just mm -hmm. shows us how creatures of habit we are. And, and how when we look at something, isn't it amazing? Daryl and I get to talking about. Who sits on the right and who sits on the left in church? Mm -hmm. That's how you see who's there. Yeah. You, you can picture them. Yeah, but what is really funny, I always think from the front back. He thinks a lot of time from the back front. Really? And so that's interesting how the brain works, isn't it? You know, now that I look back, in every church and every service I've ever been to anywhere, I've never been a right-side... No, I've never been a left-sided sitter. I'm always a right-sided sitter. Face in the... So facing the stage, I'm has, always on. Are you serious? The right there has side. to be some deep. Oh, there's something to that. on the. There's something on the the brain that I goes that way. I cannot think of a single. Because you you always have your seat, whether it be like in a work. Because when I work for Joyce, we had our chapels, and I always sat on the. That would be the right side, and then every church I've ever been to, I can think that of my seat, and it was always on the right. Oh, how many of you out there that are listening to this podcast, you can say, I always sit in a certain place in the church. 
we watch people coming in all the time, mm-hmm. and we almost know where they're going. But what is really interesting from the stage, when you're watching people come in and the house is full and they can't go where they normally do. Oh yeah. Oh, it throws you off. That bad. really messes. What are we supposed to do? Where are we going? Should we leave? I don't know. I know. I, I know. There's not. I don't see where am I supposed to oh, sit. Oh, now we have to sit in the front. I know. Then the usher comes in and shows you where the back seats are, and they are. First. Definitely not where you normally sit. No. And so I wonder if all service, if their mind is just kind of going tilt a little bit. I don't know. How I do we- prefer the right side looking mm-hmm. at the stage. I prefer the right side, and that's where I always sat. But then mm-hmm. but then um, we moved to the front row in the middle, the middle. and that, so that just kinda, makes my eyes cross. Yeah, but we kind of gotten used to that. But I think but normally then on ours- days I usually sit on the left. <laughs> so... Because I moved, I had to move from the right, and so now I just, I'm just, yeah, like a wildflower flying yeah. in the wind. It is kind of interesting terrible. though, because you your perspective of even your homes, mm-hmm. the, where you sit in your homes, where you sit at your table, moving your furniture, and moving your furniture oh. around, and and how we view different things, mm-hmm. and and such creatures of habit we are. So I guess every once in a while it's kind of good for us to mess the table up, right? I don't know. Well, I'm sitting by Chris next time. Oh, that's really going to mess things up it when is. you do that. That's going to mess things up. I feel and a twinge of anxiety over this. <laughs> <laughs> and especially Pastor comes zooming in, you know, how he does oh, sometimes. Man. And he starts, he zooms in, you know, and, and sits down. He's, he's going to be really confused and where to go. <laughs> but anyway, we are glad that you joined us. And, and uh, you know, uh, I know sometimes talk is just everyday silly talk, but things that we don't even know that the ways we act, the things we do, it's just interesting to take a moment and think about how, how our brain goes and how we think. And, and because it's in so many areas of life, our areas of our life, we don't even realize that. Because I have found myself and, and, and have had to be taught and literally make myself look from right to left to middle when I'm singing or when I'm mm-hmm. ministering because you favor one side or the other. I favor to the right from my right eye. Yeah. And if I'm not careful, I it's easy to look there. Hmm. Well, being and, a right-sided sitter, you never look at me during service, so that's why. Is that why? Because you would always be looking to my left. Mm-hmm. Right. So yeah. you probably look over Luke and Christie's area. Yeah, I look there more yeah. than I do anything. So I have to try to stay focused in the center and then make myself. So isn't that interesting that you don't really think about those things? Tiffy, what do you do on stage? Tell me, who do you look at? Um, I, try to, I try to always find my kid <laughs> so I can right. see what he's up see to. See what he's up to. That's, and I'm yeah. thinking, he's not supposed to be sitting there. <laughs> That's what I'm usually going after. And then I'm trying to get Lou's attention to be like, Max is in the back. <laughs> but then I can't because Lou never, Lou never looks at me. Never. I can't ever get his attention. And, he's obli- and then I'm he's thinking, oblivious. oh my gosh, we're live streaming. I should stop trying to wave. <laughs> That's uh, the truth, guys. These are, these are secrets <laughs> from the platform yeah. of, of what we're thinking and seeing. But yeah, it's just interesting when you allow your brain to go there. What my is first it? thing is, where's Max sitting? If mm-hmm. he's not... If he's not upstairs, where is he at? That's what I. That's the first thing I do. Mm-hmm. Now you'll be watching me. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's funny. And you'll be looking to see if I look your way, right? Yeah, you probably won't. That's, I was <laughs> I was bitter about it, and I almost left the church. But really? you know, I told now God you, I would give it one more shot. Now you kind of know why time. I do yeah. that. I don't know why I do that. I just it's it's easy. You're I guess. right-eyed. 
I'm right. <laughs> Is that a thing? I don't know, but that's what I am. So I, I have to start looking to the left and to the center more. I just have to do, I don't know why. I know I remember several, several years ago when I started preaching more on a regular basis. And I remember uh, Daryl telling me that I preached more to the right than I did to the left. And I was like, I do not. And he said, yeah, you do. And I'm like, hmm. really? And so anyway, I was like, okay. So I started walk, uh, watching. It's kind of like those doors, drawers, you know, that he told me I was leaving oh, all my yeah. drawers open and my doors open. And I'm like, I do not. And then when I started looking, I was like, oh, my gosh. I, I figured out that I do that, too, Are after you serious? all that. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I really I'm do. I'm really pretty good at it now. So the drawers and the doors, they're much better. I will make a trip back up somewhere, back upstairs, <laughs> if I think I might have left a door or a drawer open. I've gotten paranoid with that one. <laughs> and so I, I think I'm better than I used to be with the left. You watch me. Chris, and see if I look to the left. And if not, you tell me. Say, you need to look this way a little more. I'm just going to make Catch eye contact eye. with do the, you. Do, and the, there the, you go. The, do you see the me? The ICU sign. Mm -hmm. Okay, there you I'm go. Yeah. You. There you go. <laughs> she would stop. I would, be, <laughs> I would totally throw her off. <laughs> we told her, we, at, we were doing a ladies' conference in um, Springfield not too long ago. And um, some of our, our Women Around the World team was in attendance. We were there. And we're always trying to catch good action shots of her. <laughs> and I'm, I mean, constantly. That's the other thing you'll see me do in church once the speaker starts is oftentimes I'm trying to catch a good picture because you never know, you know, you might catch the one. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was trying to catch a picture. Then Stephanie was trying to catch a picture. And every one, mom's face was like contorted every <laughs> single time. And so after that service or sometime in between the two, I was like, we're trying to get a good picture of you, but look, this is all I get. And I was flipping through the pictures, and and she, because she doesn't look strange when and when she she's talks. showing me while I'm preaching. <laughs> I mean, this is going on, Chris, while I'm preaching. No, yeah. So the next service, she's like, "Hold on, the girls are trying to get a picture of me." <laughs> so she stopped and she was just smiling. Best pictures we ever got. <laughs> they were great. Oh my gosh. Talking about women's conference, hey, yes, hey, let's just spend a moment on this. Uh, mm -hmm. But we are getting ready here at Solid Rock in Farmington, Missouri, for our 16th annual women's conference. Yeah, and that is an unbelievable thing, you know, to think that this will be our 16th year, and we are so looking forward to it. And already, I mean. We have had women that have been calling, wanting mm -hmm. to know if we've got our discount rates for our hotel, which we have. Hampton Inn has given us $88 a night. And so... If register now. Re yes, register now. You can go to www.ministries.org or womenaroundtheworld.org, and you can register. And so please do that because we are excited. Our conference title this year is One Day or Day One. You decide, and I think just that that uh, that line by itself is just full of wonderment for yeah. all of us. I really like it, so I'm really excited about it. I am too. It's very exciting. Uh, I was uh, printing posters earlier for it, and um, my coworker she has started coming to our conferences, and uh, I said, "Here, do you do you want to see this?" She's, oh yeah. She's oh my gosh, sixteen years. I said, "Yeah, it's crazy," but. 
you know, it's exciting, too, because some things you do for a few years and it kind of peters out. But I really feel like, and not I'm not saying this in a toot our horn kind of way, but I feel like it has just built over the years and, and become better and and it's just it just keeps growing and that's exciting even though covid got us last year mm-hmm. and we we had to delay it but um but it's exciting I, it, yeah 16 years it is it is i and remember when we hit 10 years and we we're like wow and I then know. 15 years whoa and so you know the thing that that really is a blessing to me because and and it's one it's one of those things that you always think about as ministers you know pastoring a church we think about, you know, how to keep something fresh, mm-hmm. how to keep the people excited about about Jesus and right. and offering it and being able to present it in ways where it's fresh and let them know how important they are. And so that's a constant for pastors. That's just a little insight in, in what we wrestle with as pastors. And we try always to keep young people around us to listen to their ideas and how they're feeling and what's going on in their lives. And so the same thing with women's conference, you know, that's been one of the things that, you know, that I've been really concerned about as we go, because sometimes, you know, you feel like, okay, are we in a, uh, have we just got into something that's a ritual Mm -hmm. and I don't want to do that ever, you know? And so certainly don't want to beat a dead horse. as they say. Absolutely. And so, you know, politically correct. No, probably not. Cause no, animal rights don't. Sorry, PETA. Yeah. Yeah. The horse probably died of natural causes. Oh, or COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Or COVID. True. But those are just thoughts, you know, that, that, that I, as a leader have, Mm -hmm. and I feel like God just keeps giving us new thoughts uh, and bringing new people in around us at all times. And uh, I don't know. I just, I, I'm excited again. I'm because I've always said, Lord, you know, you're the one. We said yes to the call. And I, and I realized from the very beginning that, God, I don't know how to get people here. Sure. I cannot make people come. We will offer it. Uh, we do everything that we can to make it a great time for women mm-hmm. where they don't have to do anything except pay f- to get here in their room. Mm-hmm. Other than that, we pay for their meals. We bless them with gifts. We have fun with them. It's just a great time. But, God, you've got to get them here. We'll prepare for them. Mm-hmm. But I can't make them come. Right. And it's been amazing to watch God and him to keep the freshness on it. Right. The excitement of it. And so I feel like this year will be no different. And we didn't, when we started, we didn't start with the intention of we're going to have one of these every year for three years. Oh, no. There was no, we're just, let's have a ladies' conference. Let's have a ladies' meeting. It that was, was more like uh-huh. a, it wasn't really even conferency in our minds at first, but no. that's what it became. And we've just had so much fun and, and we just keep on, keep yeah. on, keep on, yeah. get to getting. It's, you know, we've had a couple of dinner theaters mm-hmm. and, and, oh my gosh, we've had a little bit of everything through the years. We've had a lot, a lot of fun. And uh, I, I believe that this year is going to be exceptional. I, I just really do. Uh, I don't know exactly everything that, that God's got for us. We're just planning as we go and we're excited about it and believe that uh, it's going to be a special time for women and for men. You know, it's been interesting, the men that have come over the years, mm-hmm. that, like you said, the first time, the first year, the only reason we had a women's conference to start off with was because I literally, utterly failed 
at being able <laughs> to get women together like, oh, let's have a monthly Bible study. Let's have a weekly. We'd <laughs> right. have something a little bit, and it just never worked. Just and fizzle it out. just wasn't me. Yeah. And I so I had other ladies that would do Bible studies and do different things, but it never lasted real long. And it was like, you know, it was one of those pastor's wife's prayers like, you know, God, these women, they deserve to have something besides, mm-hmm. you know, just a Mother's Day thing and a Christmas thing. We need something a little more substantial to, you know, to look forward to. Well, I'd been going overseas and having women around the world. We didn't call them that then, but I'd go preach conf- women's conferences and and pastoral conferences, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it was like, well, why don't we just have a conference? Let's just see, you know, and let's just do it. Ladies, mm-hmm. let's have a conference. And that was all it was going to be. And, and yep. uh, that first year, I think we might have called it Fashionable Conference. Or Fashionable we, Ladies Conference. Is that what we called mm-hmm. it? That was the first one. And, In uh, fact, we were going to keep that title. Yeah. We were going to keep it for, I think we did have it two years, I believe. I think so. I think we had that title three years, or two years, yeah. and then we God started going to us, themes. Uh-huh, yeah. Then we started theming it, mm-hmm. um, and well, we didn't, God did, I guess. Yeah, you it, know. Was, it was amazing, and that first year, you know, when it was over, it's like, hey, this was fun, and mm-hmm. then the women, and it was mostly our women, it really was. Mm-hmm. I mean, we had like right. 50 women, and they might have had four or five visitors we might have had, maybe, I don't know. But they liked it so well, and we thought, okay, well, we can have one next year. Sure, why not, March? You know, so we did it. Mm-hmm. And when that one was over, it was like we knew that it was something bigger because there was more ladies that had come. Mm-hmm. The women were inviting. Then they started saying, hey, are we going to do this again? Mm-hmm. And, and so our that's answer how God was, did it. maybe. Yeah, and that's <laughs> we'll just see. how God does something. And now, you know, our church has gotten to the place, and the women have gotten to the place that— where in those first days, it was about us. It was about yes. the women in this church. Yep. It really was because we wanted on something purpose. for them. On purpose. Yes, we wanted We did it for that on ladies. purpose. But about five years ago, all of a sudden, it became about their ministry. Mm-hmm. The women in this church and the men have picked it up. It is now a ministry to every it's woman and every man that will come. It's yeah. absolutely an outreach. And our it's our people are just they're such hard workers mm-hmm. and they want to they invest they their time and I their know. it's beautiful their resources and they're just we've got great people. We really we do. do. The best ever. They are so good. And then look at you, Chris. You come you come along and, and about a year ago, a little over a year ago. And you were that next step to helping mm-hmm. getting out this podcast and getting us websites, you know, to be able to have a personal blog site. And then, which I'm going to do better this year in than I did the last of the year. <laughs> and and then our Women Around the World website. And you've just done such a tremendous job and and offered another layer. And then bringing on these podcasts, which took us so totally by surprise. Right. I mean, this was... Did you know what you were getting yourself into? I, I feel like I kind of did. Did honestly. you? Yeah. I, you had the vision None of this was a real surprise, yeah. I, I, looking back, I I'm mean... I'm surprised every day. <laughs> yeah, this... I, I'd be lying if I said this was a surprise, because it's really not... Huh. Yeah. So, our first conversation, when, when, when we had that conversation... It leaped in you, didn't it? I, I mean, because you were encouraging me when I, I just kind of stumbled through trying to tell you 
what maybe possibly an idea would be of how, because I really was talking to you about websites, correct? Yeah, you were scared to talk to me. It took you like two weeks. It did. Yeah. Because I didn't want you to think that I was wanting something from nothing. Oh, yeah. I'm still scared of Chris. That's why I don't sit by him. Yeah. So many people are. You're going to get past that, though, because he's beard. really, it's the I beard. Mean, I don't you smile. You see this I don't beard. smile enough. <laughs> You're amazing, Chris. For Those, sure. You should see Chris's beard. It goes all the way to his belly button, and it's as wide as his shoulders. Aww. Sometimes I braid it. It's Aww. enormous, mm -hmm. and there's it's woodland, not a, woodland creatures live inside of it. It's not as much as your your husband Lou's was last time. <laughs> this is beautiful. Oh, my gosh. I don't know about Chris these Chris has a nice beards. beard, and it's not huge mungus. But, but it's just really interesting to think about how God just takes seeds mm -hmm. and how he causes those seeds to grow and and those that's listening today, and while thank you for bearing with us while we're just kind of sharing a little bit, you know, here of realness of life and how God can take just little things of our life and begin to develop them, just like, you know, the women's conference, the women's here in our church that just, they wanted something they needed, and now this is such a big event for them. And they, they get can't wait for they it. cannot wait, and they want to work. I mean, mm -hmm. they they really want to work. At first, it was like uh, uh, I'm bringing somebody with me, and I don't want to serve. I want to sit just with them. If I bring my friend, if, then they have to sit by themselves. Yeah, they have to sit, and so, which is understandable. Which is understandable, Certainly. but it's almost like somehow now they'll make sure that everybody has somebody to sit by. Mm -hmm. Now they work on because they. They see it for what it is. So it, it's just a beautiful turn. And we work them in shifts, too. Work them in shifts, yes. That's a new And the men. Oh, my oh, goodness. God bless the men. Yeah. Chris, I'd like to sign you up for dish duty yeah. this year if you're... I mean, the I men have that, been put that absolutely on paper. amazing. Well, I haven't broke this to, to Darlene yet, but I think I will be out of town. <laughs> Listen... <laughs> I, I had this like plan before this date was given out. You guys threw out the date for it during spring break, and we promised the kids a trip. Oh, no. no, <laughs> no that, I'm sorry that you're going to have to cancel yeah. your trip, yeah. but I do appreciate We do the same weekend every year. <clears throat> well, I, did, we I, have, I just found unless that Unless we out. have COVID. <laughs> right. Well, see, he didn't have anything to judge it by because yeah. Yeah. last yeah. year was one. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, well, well I hope you bought trip insurance. Spring break also changed this year, too. <laughs> mm. Cause it? It, yeah, because it goes in April this year, and usually it's like May 18th or March 18th. Yeah, about the middle. Right. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, they've had so many Well, last year yeah. they went on spring break and never went back around yeah. here. They, spring we, break became summer break. Yeah. We were in Texas, and there was talks that we weren't going to get home because they thought that the streets were going to be shut down. Right. Oh, yeah, that was last year yeah. for sure. Karma. Oh, well, well, you'll just have to work hard before you go and work hard when you get yeah. back for us. No biggie. I just can't believe you're going to miss it, though. That hurts my heart. It's, it's not... Official yet. Well, good. Well, then you can change. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, Norman kids. But I will <laughs> say with uh, Jessica and, and Chris both, you, you're, just, you're just such a blessing to women around the world. Yes. And, and God knew what he was doing when he put us all together and, the, and to work for the kingdom. The funny thing is when we had that first meeting, I didn't really want to get involved. Like, And it was, had nothing to do with this church or had anything to do with you because we'd only been going to the church for a little while. But I'd been to so many churches where I was way overused and um, like just in a bad way. And, and that's so, why it takes a right. long time for for anybody to to approach anyone. Right. Sure. Because you certainly we don't, don't want, want ministry mm -hmm. blowouts. a terrible, terrible mm -hmm. thing. Yeah. and But... Or burnout, not blowout. It was just, it just kind of 
fell into place in kind of a crazy way because when she asked, I instantly had a piece about it. And, and now looking back at it, I think that God orchestrated that because she needed me as much as I needed you. And mm-hmm. I think that was kind of God putting a puzzle piece together because I, I, I think, I mean, I had skills that, that you needed and I'm so thankful that I've gotten to do that, but you had a lot to offer me. And I think that God kind of orchestrated that. There's deal. been a lot of relationships. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's been a beautiful, natural thing mm-hmm. because, you know, it, so many times we have sons and daughters that it takes a while and it was just a most natural thing with you mm-hmm. and with Jessica that, that one, one of those things that runs deep in life and you do life together and your connection is going to stay no matter how life goes on. There's still, or where it takes you, there's still going to be that deep, deep mm-hmm. knowing that God, this is a one of those relationships that God puts together. Yeah. And looking back, that's definitely what it was. Yeah. And which is amazing. And so, and, but that's what God wants to do for every person yeah. that, that is listening because God has God moments and God peoples yes. that he wants you to, to meet in life. And you get hooked up with those people and you do life together. You know, one of the things that God really spoke to me with Chris, because I knew, you know, Chris was sending me texts and, and on his way to work and, and I knew he was praying for me. I knew mm-hmm. that he was praying for the ministry. And I knew that women around the world was where God was wanting him to hook up. You know, it wasn't that, which is part of the church. So therefore, mm-hmm. he's hooked to the church. It just looks different than what other ministries look like. But he's very hooked in there. And and I knew he was on my team. But one day I was praying for him and Jessica. And I sent him a text. And I just said, I want you to know that were on team Chris and Jessica, and he said, no, we're on your team. Mm-hmm. And he, just a few weeks ago, I reminded him, I said, remember? Hmm. Because that's really, when you know that that happens, mm-hmm. because maybe God knew needed you to know that, Chris, because you'd made a statement a while ago that kind of, because you had been so many places where you felt overwhelmed, mm-hmm. overused, and maybe not understood. Right. Mm-hmm. And where God says, I don't want that for you this time. Right. I want you to, I want the heart to go both ways. Right. I want the heart to be open both ways so you understand and see that it's not always that way and it's not God's best. Right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. And so, so I believe that that's what God wants to do in relationships. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, because Pastor and I have been in relationships with people and you give and you give and you have relationships, but then all of a sudden, they're upset with you for somehow you didn't perform right. Yeah. right. And yeah. and I believe that relationships are not supposed to be about performance for each no, other. No. Real relationships are relationships that love anyhow, no matter, no matter what. what is yep. going on in each other's life. Yeah. And uh, that's how we can be on each other's teams of life. And, and uh, that's a beautiful thing. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who have been hurt um, you know, by things, not, not necessarily just in ministry, but with, with relationships, you know, and, and I know that me personally being, um, pastor's daughter and being really involved in our ministry, um, I, something that I struggle with daily still is keeping everyone at arm's length because, you know, you don't want to fall in love with someone. You don't want to just, you know, you don't want to let yourself get that close because you've seen time and time again, you know, you pour yourself into someone and you let them pour into you 
and then something petty comes along and mm-hmm. you realize it wasn't the, the relationship that you thought it was. And so I'm, that's something that I'm still working on in myself because when we get, you know, for instance, when Chris first started, I was like, eh, I don't know about that, you know, yeah. <laughs> because I'm always very protective of my parents, super protective to a fault. And I know that that's a shortcoming of mine, but we have to get sensitive to God and listen because, and I, I, If I feel wonky about something, I feel like I can always trust your lead, Mm -hmm. Mom, because um, I just, I know that I can. Mm -hmm. I just know that I can. And so I just have to tell myself to zip it up and stop being, you know, just bend your arm. Mm Because I want to keep my arm stretched out so you can't get any closer than arm's length. Mm -hmm. But but God can help you with that. And he Mm -hmm. has helped me with that. He's still helping me with that. Because you have to be vulnerable and you have to trust someone. Yes. And if you're not, you will never have those relationships that can help you and help that person in the give and take. It's Mm -hmm. just so necessary, but it's difficult. Some Mm -hmm. of us have a really hard time Mm -hmm. doing that, you know, because do you trust or do you not? That's true. I I think that in in 2021, in the day that we're living in, we need Mm -hmm. more and more of relationships that says we're journeying together. Mm -hmm. And your warts are... I can handle your warts, mm-hmm. and I believe you can handle mine. And, and that comes with maturity. That comes in knowing who you are in Christ. That comes with the fact that you're willing to put yourself out there even to be hurt, but yes. you trust the other person enough that even if they hurt you, they love you enough to, we'll get this right. We have to change it to we where do. even if they hurt you, you hope that they got something out of the relationship. Yes. You have to turn the focus Positive. off of yourself. Yes. And say, even if I just have this person in my life for a short time, Mm -hmm. then let me be what I need to be for them. Yes. Instead of what if they hurt me. And Mm -hmm. that's, again, that's the struggle. Yeah. You know, and the relationships that you've been in, um, you have given and given and given and given. And then someone will get upset about something because you didn't perform correctly. Mm -hmm. But your attitude that I have witnessed that your attitude as well, I hope that we've somehow minister to them mm-hmm. and and help them in some way and I'll be here you're I'll, I'll be here when they come back if absolutely. they come back absolutely absolutely that can only be done with God yeah and we've seen those things happen mm-hmm. you know time and time again yep. you know and, and because uh, we're people we're all just human beings everybody's got some warts on them you know and mm-hmm. got some things that but but that makes life exciting that makes the journeys and that keeps us from missing things that God's wanting yes. to do in all of our lives yep. right because if we keep our hands out there all the time and we don't let people in i think the only thing with me is sometimes is is i'm a little bit slow because i don't want anybody to think that i'm wanting to take advantage yes, of them yes right. for sure you know and that that's because my heart the best that I know my own heart, I would a lot rather give and mm-hmm. do as to have done to me. Yeah. I'm the same way. Yeah, but I do, I see that too, Chris. And But I realize that when it's healthy, mm-hmm. it's both ways. I have a real hard time with letting someone help me or telling someone my problems mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. even mm-hmm. people that work for me mm-hmm. or even Jess. Like mm-hmm. I, you know, mm-hmm. Alex, who works for me, gets really mad at me because I will not tell him what I need help with yeah. or how he can help me. Because you don't want to impose and you don't want to... Or things that are going wrong, too. I don't want to burden him. Or, yes. It's yeah. a protection. Right. Sure it is. You're protecting and, them yeah. and you're protecting yourself, too. Because yeah. then yeah. you still look like Superman. Which I've been pushing myself out of that, but that's, that's hard. Good. It's yeah. real hard. It's, it's very, very hard. hard. Do you know yeah. one of the most liberating things uh, 
for us, and I we're going to have to wind this down in a few minutes. And I I know we've been chattering among ourselves, but I believe that there's some nuggets in here for you, mm-hmm. the listener, to listen to and say, you know, can I put myself in these places anywhere? But one of the most freeing things to Daryl and I as pastors was being honest and open with our staff mm-hmm. when we were going through such a rough time. And I believe it was back in 2017 mm-hmm. when it was it was so heavy that we were scanning our knees a lot. And we finally just were open with where we were at because we've always been and we are very strong leaders. And we shall always be that with the help of the Lord. And we always want to protect you know, our staff, Mm -hmm. our church and all. But it's different than it was before because when we shared with them where we were at all the way around, they just came up under and put the weight on their shoulders with us, and it changed the perspective again for us. It was actually a beautiful time. Yes, it was a very beautiful time. And it really was, even though there was a lot of hurt and mm-hmm. concern. and mm-hmm. It was a beautiful time because we, we truly got to be a team. Yes, yes. In every aspect of the world. Yes, and that changed Pastor Daryl and I's attitude, I really believe, about being vulnerable and real to those that surround you and close. You can't be with everybody, Mm -hmm. but those that walk with you, Jesus said things to his disciples that he would never have said to anyone else. And I believe that that's the way we're supposed to be because Mm -hmm. you shouldn't have anybody real close to you that you can't trust. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. If you can't trust them, then don't walk with them. (laughs) Then they don't need to be. But when you're with people... That gets you. Mm-hmm. And they know that you're so much more than where you're at right now. Yes. And, and you know, that should be all of our stories because we're all more than the low times of our life. We're much more than that. But it's really true that sometimes we have those low times mm-hmm. and we just need someone to pray with us today. We need someone that will say, I will pray for you. And we have to know that they will, mm-hmm. you know, when we text or we call and we say, will you pray for me? I'm having a rough time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's a great thing. It's a great thing to know. I I got excited when you were on your way to your work and you would text me and say, I prayed for you this morning. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about what God's getting ready to do and the partnership uh, of getting some things going so we can get the women around the world ministries going a little bit more. And so, you know... And to have Tiffany and Lou by our side, you know, as they're our children, but they're our friends. Mm-hmm. You know, they know us better than anybody. They they know our weak points. They know our strengths. They just know us. And that's exciting, you know, that that uh, we we can all work walk in honesty with each other. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we can call each other on things. Mm-hmm. And that's a good thing. You right. Know, that's a great thing. And so... We just encourage all of you out there today that's listening to the podcast to be hopeful in this new year. Maybe you need to reflect a little bit about the relationships that are around you. Yeah. They, the things that you've had to, you know, that you could be excited about because, see, 2021, God's got some good things for yes. us. And and uh, don't waste your time looking at what is not. Begin to look around you and see what is. Mm-hmm. See what some things God has done in the last couple of years or year or six months or whatever. 
and, and begin to think on those and how God's brought in some special things in your life. If he has not, then I would encourage you to look for something special. Say, God, I need you to show me what it is in my life that I need to to just work on more, work mm-hmm. with, be more open, and, and genu- be genuine with people because people are looking for friends. People are looking for someone to walk the journey of life with them. So I would really encourage you with that. Um, Chris, any closing remarks here that you can think of on what we've been talking about? No. I mean, I think it's, you know, I think the gist of our conversation turned towards the importance of relationships and being vulnerable with those relationships and trusting those relationships. And, you know, that's, that's God ordained and it's what he wants. It's, it's, that's majorly what he wants. Yeah, I agree. And it's so hard because especially with me, I want to be a loner. Or I want, to, it's natural for me. Um, but God doesn't like that. And he pushes me out of that. And I know he does a lot of others. So oh, yeah. Well, when you yeah. look in this room, sitting at this table right now, three loners. We yeah, really, we really are. That, that really is. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, yeah. It is kind I of funny. Really now, now pastor's not in here. If he yeah. were in here, that would be totally opposite. Yeah, he would yeah. be. Yeah. One of these things is not like the others. Yeah. <laughs> right. He would be, be. But that's really, really true yes. because uh, I, I am so glad I'm a recovered introvert. I'm still recovering, but I'm speaking that I'm a recovered mm-hmm. introvert because I'm so much better than I used yeah. to be. But God, like you said, he kind of pushes us out of the nest and because he says, I can't use you if you stay in the nest. Yeah. If you stay in the closet and you stay with your door shut, mm-hmm. I can't get into you. And I didn't impart things into you to stay, you yeah. know. And so I really believe that, that that's what God is, the message is going forth today that says God has got good things for you, to use you, and no matter how introverted or extrovert you are, God wants to use you. But you got to open it up. Yeah, and we got to get past ourselves. Yeah, and that's the hard one. It's a daily fight. It's it, a daily fight for me. Yeah, every day. Yeah. Well, you know, honestly, this podcast is a glimpse inside. <laughs> it really is because none of us, any of the three of us here tonight, would just sit out and talk no. like this no. we, we really wouldn't none of us like we we talk to each other a little but uh-huh. it's not like any of us to just sit and hold conversation and so so true this is like a peek inside it's funny though because <laughs> god I that's some, thought about that. it's something he's putting on my heart to be that though and that is i feel like that makes me want to throw up Chris. i feel like moses like i am not your guy mm-hmm. you know and that yeah. every is is a daily it's a daily thing for me. Yeah. Yeah. But I can so relate to that it's because, ironic. you know, I mean, I love reading about Moses and, and God's giving him this commission. I want you to go deliver my people and and him standing there. Well, first of all, God, I just failed you miserably. My one act when I thought, you know, that really makes me mad and, and I'm not going to put up with that. And I thought you'd be happy the fact that I killed the guy that was killing you know, our people, and yet, you know, you want to punish me, and, and I've been on the backside of the desert, and I do just fine back there. Yeah. I've learned my lesson. I'm The fine desert with sounds it. great to me. I mean, yeah. I mean, that sounds like a great time. I'm like when quarantine happened. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Well, but think about it in our lives. Yeah. Think about your own personal failures. Yep. I can think of my personal failures that I had in my life, and even though I love God, sitting in the background and not talking about my failures and not having to do anything that brought anything to light didn't that I didn't have to face mm-hmm. was very I could sing a song I could be part of a group I could go take care of the the 
the record table. I could do those kind of things. But I didn't have to face-to-face. -face. I didn't have to be honest like I am now. I don't have to be this place. But then just like Moses, God will come and he'll say, I want you to do this. And then we have all of our excuses of why we can't. Mm -hmm. and, and, but God just kept coming back to all of us. He kept, yep. you know, and he kept, telling, he kept showing Moses how you can trust me. And even when he said, I can't speak, he said, that's okay, Moses. I'll get somebody to speak for you. Mm -hmm. So there's no excuse that we can come up with this big enough to stop what God is trying to say to our life. And what he wants us to do. And so, yeah, we just say, okay, okay, God, here I am. And, and, yeah, this isn't comfortable for me. This is out of my comfort zone. And he says, yay, now you have to trust me. Mm -hmm. And now you have to just be willing to be my instrument. Right. And, yeah, so it's a daily change. It's a daily thing that says, I got to quit hiding. Yeah. Yeah, because Get everybody. Get your head out of the sand. Yeah. I do like to hide. Yeah, but everybody that, that you come in contact with, they need something. Mm -hmm. And obviously, we must have something to give them that's good, even when we want to hide. Yep. Because Moses' hiding days were over. He could not go back and hide anymore. Mm -hmm. No. It, I mean, he absolutely could not. So when we are called, we got to quit hiding because that crutch, I, I believe that, that God's not pleased with that when we try to go back into our hiding place. Nope. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That's strong, isn't it? That's painful. That's painful. moving on. Yeah. Moving on. Okay, Tiff. Since we have to move on, you mm -hmm. go ahead and pray, and uh, we will pray over these people that's listening. And I just believe God's speaking to some hearts tonight to be honest with themselves. Yeah. Okay. Lord, we come to you right now, Father, and we thank you for this this podcast, Father. Thank you for every listener. God, wherever they may be, Father, I pray that as they listen um, to the to the words that we have spoken tonight, Father, that you touch their heart, Father, that something will stick out to them and minister to them, Father, and that we don't just uh, do this podcast to be heard, Father. We, we are here to be messengers of you, Father, and I just pray that hearts will be touched and, and that people will be spurred to action, God, that that they'll take that step. And those who like to stay in the background and, and and aren't sure that they can be used, God, that you'll give them the nudge that they need. And if they need more than a nudge, then push them off the cliff, Lord, and help them to just step into their destiny. And, Father, we just thank you for all the good that you've done for us. We thank you because you're faithful and you're holy, Father. And we just we just love you so much, God. And I pray protection over all of our listeners, Father, and and help us to be your servants, God. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Until the next time, at the table with Darlene, may the peace of God rule and reign in your hearts. God bless you. Thank you for joining us today at At the Table with Darlene. We'd love to hear from you. Email us at darlenesolidrock.com at gmail.com Let us know any topics you would like to hear from At The Table You can also check us out at darleneroads.org Also at wawministries.org Thanks again for joining us at At The Table with Darlene